0: Hello, my brothers and sisters, and welcome to Contemplate Kid, where I hope that you can come to personally know Jesus by using your imagination in the Gospels, just like the saints did. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. So Lent is coming up two weeks or a week and a half, and it will be Lent, Ash Wednesday. And so you need to think about what are you going to do for Lent? And I have a suggestion for you. Fast on bread and water, all Lent. That's not my suggestion. I'm joking. Uh, My suggestion is to do something that I think every single saint did every day. And it's something that you can start doing tomorrow. And that is when you wake up in the morning, and you get out of bed. The first thing you do, well, maybe you go to the bathroom first. But the first thing you do is to pray, and not in a, not prayers that you that you just say that you have memorized that you rattle off, but but prayers that come from your heart. And so, so how, how would this look like? So you, you wake up. And, you know, maybe you have to go to the bathroom or get a glass of water, but then you come to the place where you're going to pray. And it's the same every day. And maybe it's right by your bed or maybe in your house, you're, you might have a little altar with a statue or something. And the other thing I think you need, if you're old enough, is a candle, a candle that you can light your prayer candle. And, um, if you ask your parents about this, like, can I have a candle? to be my prayer candle. And they're like, uh, I, I don't know. Tell them, if I'm praying, my guardian angel is going to keep the candle safe. And I hope they'll let you have a candle that you can light every morning when you pray. So you you light your candle. And then step one, you ask your guardian angel, you kneel down. You can either kneel down or you can you can fall face on the ground with your face against the ground and just lay on the ground, because you are going to pray in the presence of the Almighty God, and you ask your angel to help you. And think about how great it is that when you pray, your angel is right there with you, and he's like, he's probably like, "Thank goodness we're gonna, I get to spend some time with God. Thank goodness we're gonna pray." And you bow down, and your angel bows down, and you are in the presence of God. And so step two is to worship the Father in heaven. At the beginning of uh, the liturgy of hours, the first um, part that you pray every day, there's this beautiful psalm, the invitiatory psalm. And part of it goes like this. Uh, A mighty God is our Lord, a high king above all gods, In his hands are the depths of the earth. To him belongs the sea, for he made it, and the dry land shaped by his hand. Just think about that. Like God just holds the earth in his palm of his hands, like he made all of it. And so in this step, you just worship God the Father in heaven, who made you and who loves you. And you do that for a little while, and then step three is to talk to Jesus. Is to be with Jesus and not don't say the same thing every day. Just speak from your heart. Tell him, tell them what you're thinking about. Like, what you know, I'm I'm really excited, Jesus. Today I get to do this thing. Um, or it might be Jesus. I have to go to the dentist today. Oh, I'm I'm kind of scared of the dentist. Uh, help me, help me to be brave. Or, um, you know, there might be somebody sick that you know that you want to pray for. Or maybe it's just the most ordinary day in the world and there's really nothing that you're excited about or you're scared about or anything. But today's a great day. It's a gift that God has given you. And you can just thank Jesus for it and tell him, tell him anything about your day. Ask him for something. Jesus wants you to ask him for things. And so just sit and have a conversation with God with, and, then, and with Jesus. So step one, you get in your prayer place. You either kneel down or you lay down on the floor. You light your candle and you ask your guardian angel to help you. Step two, you worship God the Father who holds the earth in the palm of his hands. And step three, you talk with Jesus. And that's it. It might only take five minutes. But if you do that every day in Lent, you will end up being a little bit holier and I would say probably more holy than you would if you fasted on bread and water all Lent. I'm excited about today's gospel in the meditation. So let's start. And let's ask the Holy Spirit to come into our hearts and to fill us with the with his gifts so that we might know god more so that we might love him more come holy spirit fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love so today's story picks up right where last week's gospel left off do you remember last week's gospel jesus went to the synagogue and he taught and then he um Delivered the uh, possessed man from the unclean spirit. He sent that, that spirit away. And the spirit said, I know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. Well, well, today's story picks up right after that. And I want you to imagine that you are uh, a kid living in Capernaum and that you live next to uh, Peter's mother in law. And that you're outside. You're outside the synagogue. And Jesus comes out. And on leaving the synagogue, Jesus goes and he enters the house of Simon, and Andrew, with James and John, so he enters this house with his with his four new disciples. And maybe you go and you're looking in the window, and Simon's mother-in-law. Is sick on the bed there with a fever, and you, you, you've known for a couple of days that she was sick. Probably because you live next door, and uh, you know maybe your 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 mom is worried about her. You're like, oh, I'm worried. I don't know if she's gonna make it. She's been sick for so long, and you hear uh, Simon and Andrew and James and John, and they're telling him about uh, her that she's sick, that she has a fever, and Jesus walks over to the bed. And he takes her hand and he pulls her out of bed. He grasps her hand and he helps her up. And you're like, Jesus, she's sick. What are you doing? Leave her in bed. And the fever leaves her. Just think about what she was thinking. He he takes her hand and he lifts her up and she gets out of bed. If she would have, wouldn't have would have had faith, she'd probably have been like, what are you doing? I need to stay in bed. I'm sick. But she stands up and she's cured. The fever leaves her. And what does she do? She immediately waits on them. She makes them a meal. That's fast. She's laying in bed really sick one minute. And the next minute she is serving the Lord who cured her. What a holy woman. And, the, and they're sitting there and they they eat dinner at the table. And I just, I wish that we knew what, what they said, what they talked about at dinner. Um, but they must've been so joyful because think about, um, Peter and James and John and Andrew, they know that their people have been waiting for a thousand years for the Messiah longer than a thousand years. And they must've just had goosebumps because what, their people I have waited for for thousands of years. He is sitting in their house, and they're having dinner with him. How amazing! And then the gospel says, "When it was evening, after sunset." So, so maybe you go home and you eat some, and then you come back and you're looking in the window again. And all of the town comes, and they they probably have candles or torches, and they're coming and they're bringing. They're sick people and those who are possessed by demons and they gather at the door and, and maybe person by person, they come to the door and they ask, you know, Peter, Peter, can we bring in my, my aunt? She's also really sick. I have her with me. Can she come? Can Jesus lay her hands on her so he can cure her? And the gospel says he cured many who are sick with various diseases. It doesn't say all, does it? It says many. So some of them weren't cured. And Jesus must have looked at them and known that if I cure you, will it help you to get to heaven? And for some of them the answer must have been no, it wouldn't help them, and so he must not have cured them. But he cured many who were ill and and he drove out many demons, but this time it says not permitting them to speak because they knew him. What a night! Just all the town gathered outside the door, and Jesus curing them, and sending out demons, and praying for them. And it it, it gets late, and your mom comes and tells you you need to go to bed, and so you go home and you go to bed. But you wake up early, and the first thing you think of is Jesus. He's right next door. And maybe maybe you go out, and you're just sitting on your front step there. And it's still dark out. It's not even daytime, but you're just, you're so excited that Jesus is next door. And then all of a sudden, Jesus comes out of the door, next door, and maybe he doesn't even see you. And he just starts walking out of town. As the gospel says, he rose very early before dawn. He left and he went off to a deserted place where he prayed. So I want you to follow him. And he he walks outside of town and he walks up, up this hill and the hill kind of keeps going and it's overlooking the Sea of Galilee and you follow him. You try not to be heard and he gets to the top of the hill and he, and he lays down with his face to the ground. And you can tell he's praying. But you're thinking, this is this is the son of God. Who is he praying to? And he lays there for a long time. And finally he gets up. And there's a, there's a boulder there, a rock. And he goes over and he kneels in front of the rock. And you can't resist. And you go up. And you kneel down next to him. And he looks at you and he smiles. And you look out and you're looking over the Sea of Galilee and it's just starting to get light. Dawn is starting and the sky is getting pink. And you're just kneeling there with Jesus. And you, your curiosity gets best when you ask him, Jesus, if you are God, who are you praying to? And Jesus says, I am praying to my Father in heaven. who is so good and he says, I wish more than anything that you could know how good my father in heaven is, how much he loves you. Because if you knew that, you would love him as much as I do. And you say, Jesus, how how can I know? Tell me how I can know. And he says, come here every morning and we will thank the Father together, and then we can talk. And that's what I want you to do every morning, is to go with Jesus, and to kneel with him, and to worship the Father in heaven, and then to sit with him and have a talk. There is no better way to start the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad.